It starts with D and ends with T. That's Dreft. Procter & Gamble's Sudsing Miracle, 2,000 years newer than soap. Dreft brings you the life of Riley. Dreft, D-R-E-F-T, Dreft, America's largest selling brand for washing silks, nylons, woolens, dishes, presents the life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. Although holding down a job and raising a family is no easy assignment, it's something a man with average intelligence can usually contend with. But this is the story of Chester A. Riley, whose nervous system around this time of the year begins to show signs of strain. It's just after dinner, and we find Riley about to stretch out comfortably in his easy chair and relax. Oh, gosh, you look worn out, Daddy. Boy, am I tired. So lucky my underwear is starched or I'd cave in. <laughs> oh, wait, Pop, don't sit down there. Well, why not? Well, I've got my model airplane there, and I can't move it. Oh, okay, okay, I'll sit in this chair. Oh, don't sit there, Daddy, my knitting. Don't sit here, don't sit there. I work all day to make my ends meet, and at night I can't even sit down. <laughs> it's time you kids realized I'm entitled to a little respect around here. Well, I'll move the knitting, Daddy. Never get any rest if I hadn't married your mother. She's the only one around here that realizes how hard I work all day. And when I come home, I like to sit down and Wait, relax. Wait, don't sit down. I want you to fix the pilot light in the stove. I fixed that pilot light yesterday. Well, it went out again. The kitchen's full of gas. Impossible. I don't smell any gas. Of course not. How do you expect to smell gas from way out here in the living room? With my nose, distance don't mean a thing. <laughs> now, come on. Stop making excuses. It'll only take a minute to fix it. Well, I can't do it now, Peg. I got other things to do. Uh, what other things? Well, uh, uh... Oh, Daddy promised to get the chest with my summer clothes down from the attic. That's right. I got to get Babs's chest down from the attic. Let's do it now, Daddy. I can't do it now. i got to fix the pilot light. Well, come on and fix it then. Oh, and while you're in the kitchen, fix that screen, will you? The flies are coming in in droves. Stop worrying about the flies. If they do come in, the gas will knock them off. Now, <laughs> you promised to do a little work around the house tonight. Little work? Look what I've got to do. Fix the gas. Fix the screen. Bring down the trunk. Empty the incinerator. Empty the incinerator. Another county heard from. <laughs> All I do is work around here. I do more work at home for free than I do at the plant for pay. Oh, stop it, Riley. You're working yourself up into a frenzy over nothing. Well, do you blame me for being a nervous wretch? <laughs> Other men, when they come home from the plant, it's a change, but not for me. At the plant, I got that mean foreman nagging me. And here I got... You've got what? Okay, I'll fix the pilot lights. <laughs> Junior, go to the closet. Get me my gas mask. But I'm warning you, Peg. My nerves can't take this much longer. A human being can only stand so much. And the same goes for me. Pass the salt, Riley. What? I said pass the salt. All right, stop hounding me. Riley, what's the matter with you? Oh. Uh, excuse me, Gillis. My nerves ain't been so good lately. Yeah, you don't look so good. Sleep okay? No, I got insonomia. <laughs> if 
I knock off ten hours of sleep tonight, I'm lucky. All day long while I'm working, I'm wide awake. <laughs> that ain't like you, Riley. And I got no appetite. The minute I get through eating lunch, the very thought of dinner nauseates me. <laughs> My nerves are all shot. It's a good thing you got a vacation starting next week. You've been waking too hard. Oh, it ain't just work. It's the family, too. Yeah, I know what you mean, Riley. Now, I love my wife as well as the next man. <laughs> but sometimes I wish she'd have married the next man. Yeah, I know, Gillis. Nag, nag, nag. Uh... Only this a.m. she says, I need some more money, pooch face. That's her pet name for me when she's trying to get three bucks or over. Under three bucks, she calls me Gillis. That's my maiden name. Yeah. <laughs> they all use that sweet name, Gag. Yeah, so I says, what do you mean you need more money? Where am I going to get it? I only got two dollars to last me till payday. If I give it to you, what do you expect me to do, I says? You expect me to degrade myself by going to my good friend Riley and buying it from him? Boy, you sure told her off. <laughs> well, I did. Riley... Could you lend me $2 till payday? Well, I'd be only too happy, Gillis, but just this morning my wife says to me, Oh, cuddle. Yeah, okay, Riley, uh, skip it. It's tough being a family man. Riley, yeah. just between us, and don't let it go no further. Oh, no. Have you ever thought how nice it would be to be a bachelor? Oh, oh. oh have I? <laughs> Thinking about being a bachelor is one of the few pleasures I get out of married life. <laughs> Just imagine if we'd have never gotten married. Oh, oh. What a time we'd be having, huh? The two of us would be sharing a little bachelor apartment. Yeah, and every night when we'd come home from work, we'd take off our overalls and put on our tuxedos. Yeah. <laughs> then we'd mix us a couple of them, uh, them uh, Manhattan. Yeah, Manhattan. Of course, if we was living in Brooklyn, we'd have to keep that quiet. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'd get out the little red address book and phone up a couple of nifty numbers. Oh. Now, wait, Gillis. No, I don't think my wife would like that. <laughs> Riley, we're bachelors. Oh, we'll phone them up. <laughs> yes, sir, that's the life. Boy, what fun we could have. Yeah, but what's the use dreaming about happiness? We're married. <laughs> Not that I don't love my wife. Peg's given me 17 wonderful years. Oh, sure. Not that I don't love my honeybee, neither. Uh, don't forget, Gillis, marriage has its good points, too. For instance, there's, uh... Correct. And then there's, uh... Right. Uh, and there's also, uh... uh must be fun to be a bachelor. <laughs> you know what I think, Riley? Well, Once a year, every married man ought to get away from his family for a week. You're right, Gillis. Just to rest his nerves. And when he came back, they'd appreciate him more, and he'd appreciate them more. Yeah, why don't we do it, huh? huh? We each got a week's vacation starting Monday. Why don't you and me go up to Big Beaver Lake for a week? Yeah, we could get a little cabin up there for next to nothing. Yeah, we'll do our own cooking, eat just what we like. I'll take along a good book. Yeah, me too, in case I want to press a flower. <laughs> we can fish and hunt. Oh, what a time we'd have. Then it's a date, Riley? Sure, it's a date. Uh, No. No, I don't think I can go, Gillis. You see, my wife and kids, oh, they... Oh, scared, huh? No, it's not that, but they're so crazy about me. They can't get along without me. I'm just like one of the family. <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't even ask them. Don't ask them. Tell them. That's what I'm going to do. You are? Sure. 
But if you're scared, forget it. Who's scared? If I want to go, I'll go. Now you're talking. Let's put our feet down, huh? Let's show our wives who's boss. Yeah, we're through being kicked around. The time has come for action, Riley. You and me, we got a revolt. Revolt is the word, Gillis. For years, my family's been leading me around by the nose. And tonight, they'll find out I got a nose of a different color. <laughs> Yes, but you better not touch it before your father reads it. You know how he rages if somebody messes up his paper. Well, gosh, why is Pop so nervous lately? Well, he's been working awful hard. Mm, thank goodness his vacation starts Monday. Where are we going, Mother? Well, I I was just wondering if maybe your father shouldn't go away by himself for a week. But every year we go with him. Well, I know, but I think he needs a rest from the family, too. It'll do his nerves a world of good. I think you're right, Mother. Yeah, it sounds like a good idea. But will Pop go for it? Well, maybe we can talk him into it when he comes hey, home. Hey, oh, hey. in here, dear. Oh, you're all here. Good. Now, listen, everybody. There's something I want to tell you about myself. I ain't like other men. I'm revolting. <laughs> What do you care what other people say? We love you. I'm talking about my vacation. I'm going away by myself for a week. Why, that's fine, dear. I don't want no arguments. My head's made up. I said I'm going by myself, and I'm going. All right, go ahead. I'm... Peg, you didn't hear me good. I said I'm going away by myself. I heard you. I think it's a wonderful idea. Oh, so do I, Daddy. When are you leaving, Pop? Now, just a minute. I got something to say about this. But, Riley, it was your idea. You brought it up, Pop. Trapped. <laughs> Guys, I know it was my idea, but I'm quite willing to give it up if it'll make you unhappy. Oh, oh we won't, be won't well, I know, but I mean, it may be very inconvenient with me away. There's, there's lots of work around the house. So suppose you want the, the hot water heater fixed. Who'll do it? Who usually does it? Mom. Yeah, but who holds the light for her? I do. Now, stop thinking up silly excuses, Riley. You're going. We won't let you back out now. Why, sure. You go, Pop. Huh. Fine thing. My own family pushing me out of the house. Now, here's what you do. You make a reservation at some nice boarding house. Oh, no, no, no. Nothing doing. No boarding house for me. This is going to be a real vacation. Gillis and me are going to take a little cabin up in Big Beaver Lake. Miles from civilization. We'll do our own cooking. We'll hunt fish. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, Daddy, you won't like that. What do you mean I won't like it? Well, you never roughed it before. Who never roughed it before? You're forgetting when I got married, I lived six months with my in-laws. <laughs> Better get aboard. Yeah, we don't want to miss this train, eh, Gillis? I should say that. No, I never thought you and Jimsy would really go all by yourself. <laughs> Neither did I, honey bee. Oh, Daddy, the train started. Yeah, it's starting. Well, hurry up, Peg. Get on the train. Riley, you're going, not me. Oh, yeah. Well, well where's my bag? Uh, in your hand, 
Riley. Come on, Riley. Hurry up. Well, kiss me goodbye, Babs. Goodbye, Junior. Goodbye, Peg. Oh, gee, Dumplin', you, you haven't kissed me like that in years. That's honeybee you're kissing. <laughs> How do you like that, Riley? He kisses my wife and he don't have to. Ha, <laughs> ha. Goodbye, honeybee, sweetheart. Uh, Gillis, get on the train. I'm coming. Goodbye. Goodbye, Dumplin'. Goodbye, Peg. Junior. Even if it's only $5. Goodbye. Goodbye. Did you get homesick? Come home. Goodbye. Goodbye, kids. Goodbye, Dumplin'. Bye. Well, Gillis, we're off at last. We made it all right. Uh, did you hear what Peg said about getting homesick? <laughs> what a chance. For the next week, we're going to be bachelors. That's right. So let's act like real bachelors, huh? For he's a jolly good fellow. For he's a jolly good fellow. For he's a jolly good Sure is beautiful in these woods, huh, Gillis? Yeah, sure is. We didn't make no mistake coming up here. This is the life, all right. Yeah, this is the life. Let's sit down and rest a minute, huh? Might as well. We got no place to go. Yeah. But it's great up here. Oh, yeah. Greatest place in the world. Smell that air. Pure H2O. <laughs> yeah. It's a great spot, all right. Yeah. Gillis, you, uh, you ain't homesick, are you? Me? Homesick? Yeah. Are you kidding? You homesick? Oh, me? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, what's there to be homesick about? This is only our first day up here. We still got six days, 18 hours, and 24 minutes before we go home. 23 minutes. I better fix my watch. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm like you, Riley. I ain't even thinking about home. Oh, sure, that's the way to be. What's so wonderful about a home? We should think about it all the time. That's right. Why, if I was home now, what would I be doing? I'd probably be playing ping pong with my boy Eggbait on the front porch. I'd probably be playing catch with Junior in the backyard. Or I'd be watering my little garden. Watching if my petunias come up yet. <laughs> if it was hot, I'd be laying out in the hammock under the walnut tree with a glass of lemonade in my hand. Babs would be swinging me. Junior would be swishing off the flies. Peg would be reading me the baseball scores. Oh, that's the life, Gillis. Yeah, that's the life. All but right. this life is better. Oh, yeah, this life is worse. <laughs> hey, you know what, Gillis? Let's go down to the corner and shoot some pool. With, with who? 
Some chipmunks? <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot we're here in this godforsaken place. Riley, you sure you ain't homesick? Me? Homesick? Well, to tell you the truth, I may never go back. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> Six days, 18 hours, and 21 minutes. Hey, Gillis, look. Look at that. In a tree, a bird's nest. It's got live birds in them. Tree in them. Yeah, it's a whole family. Look, that's the mama bird with two little kid birds. Just like Peg and Babs and Junior. They're waiting for the papa bird. Pretty soon, he'll come home with a worm. Just like me on payday. <laughs> you listen, I never realized that birds are human. Well, of course they're human. What do you think they are, animals? What's that? It's a frog. Look there, near that rock there. Where? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I see two frogs. Yeah, it's a mama frog with little kid froglet. <laughs> Just like my honeybee and egg bite. Yeah. The frog is waiting for her mate to come home. Just like the bird. Listen, she's calling to her mate. Oh, dear. It's just as if my peg is calling to me. <laughs> and my honeybee's calling to me. Oh, Riley. Oh, Gillis. Draft will bring you the second act of the life of Riley in a moment. Meantime, this is Ken Carpenter. You know, even though I don't have any formula to end Riley's troubles, here's the solution to your dishwashing problems. Draft. Draft. Draft your dishes and oh, how they shine. Shine without wiping in half of the time and look bright. Right. So don't you get left, get draft. Yes, join the march to drift, and your dishes will shine even without wiping. Sounds too good to be true? Well, it is true. Procter & Gamble's Drift was the first suds in history to wash dishes cleaner than soap. So thoroughly clean that even glassware sparkles without touching a towel to it. Yes, with Drift, there are no more cloudy soap streaks to be polished off. No greasy film left clinging to your hands. No dishpan ring. That's the miracle of Drift. Draft's easy on hands, too. Contains no alkali that can make them red and rough. Monday morning, ask your grocer for that bright green package of draft. Don't get left, get draft. And now back to the life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. the third day of Riley's and Gillis's vacation in a housekeeping cabin in the mountains. Both men are miserably homesick, but their pride is forcing them to stick the week out. However, they've been letting their misery out on each other, and the atmosphere in the little cabin is laden with tension. Oh, it's you, Gillis. Yeah, it's me. Who'd you expect in this wilderness? Daniel Boone? <laughs> well, did you catch any fish? No, they wasn't biting today. Where's my fishing rod I let you use? How should I know? What do you mean, how should you know? A trout pulled it out of my hand and swam away with it. Swam away with my rod? Listen, Gillis. Oh, quit beefing. I'll pay you for it. 
Is supper ready? You know, it's your turn to do the housework today. If that supper ain't... It's ready, it's ready. What's that to eat? You'll eat what I give you. (laughs) I don't smell nothing. It's lucky for you, you don't, because we're having canned sardines. (laughs) Sardines? You gave me sardines for breakfast and lunch. What kind of a meal is that to give a man? I didn't have anything else in the house. Why not? Why don't you go down to the village and buy some meat? I didn't have time. Didn't have time. (laughs) What do you got to do all day? Oh, you've got your nerve asking me that. While you were out fishing, I just made the beds, washed the dishes, scrubbed the floors, and, and you got the nerve to come home and yell at me. Me with my housemaid's knee. <laughs> Believe me, I'm sorry. All right, I'm... all right, Riley. Quit nagging. A man comes home after a hard day, and all you do is nag, nag, nag. It's bad enough I don't get no peace. I gotta eat sardines yet. <laughs> Oh, you think you can run the house any better? I know I can. Okay, then I'm through. Here's my apron. That Gillis. What a stubborn mule. Okay, let him stay there in that miserable cold cabin. I'll stay out here in this nice warm swamp. <laughs> Gee, I wish I was home. Tomorrow will be Sunday. Sunday, the day of rest. Our whole family together. Junior mowing the lawn. Babs washing the car. Peg beating the rugs. And me in bed resting. Gee, how I miss Peg. I ain't been so lonesome since our honeymoon. When I fell off the train and she went to Niagara Falls without me. <laughs> oh, what a vacation. I'm so lonely I could die. Then it's a good thing I'm here. <laughs> Who's that? It is I, Digby O'Dell, the friendly undertaker. <laughs> It's you, Tigger. Greetings, Riley. You're looking fine. Very natural. <laughs> well, what are you doing up here, Digger? Oh, I'm staying at the village inn. I needed a holiday. Lately, I've been carrying too much on my shoulders. <laughs> I guess you work pretty hard all year. Oh, yes, indeed. I'm busy as a gopher. Uh, you, you mean beaver. In our profession, it's gopher. I gather you're on a vacation, too? Uh, some vacation. I'm up here with Gillis. But it's no fun. We're always fighting. Oh, it's so silly to fight with your fellow man. You know what I always say? Live and let live. Of course, in my profession, I'm considered a radical. <laughs> the reason we nag each other is because we're both so homesick. You wouldn't believe it, but the least little thing makes us homesick. Like like yesterday when a frog croaked. That would make me homesick, too. <laughs> My son Clay has a pet frog, you see. Oh. But, Riley, if you're so miserable, why not go home to your dear family? Oh, I'd like to, Digger, but after all, I got my pride. It doesn't pay to be proud. I once knew a man... He was so proud he wouldn't even talk to me. 
He thought I was beneath him. Ten years later, I met that man again. Well, what happened? I didn't talk to him. He was beneath me. <laughs> Riley, take my advice. Go home. You really think I ought to go, Digger? Riley, when I say a man's got to go, he goes. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right, Digger. I'll leave right away. Oh, thanks for the advice. Don't mention it. You know me. Always glad to give a friend a push in the right direction. <laughs> well, cheerio. I'd better be shoveling off. <laughs> Here we are, Gillis, back home. Yeah, they'll be surprised to see us. Gee, I feel like such a fool coming home four days ahead of time. So do I, but it's wasted not to be home yet. Yeah, it sure is. Well, we might as well face the music. Yep. See you later, Randy. Okay. Peg! Peg, it's me. I'm home. Peg! Junior! Babs! Hey, where is everybody? Gillis, there's nobody home. Nobody at my place, neither. Well, that's a fine thing. We come home unexpected and there's nobody here. There's something funny here, Riley. My honeybee is always home at this hour. This is the time she always listens in on the party line. <laughs> something funny about my house, too. The blinds are all down. Hey, Riley, look, there's a note there in the milk bottle. Uh, let's see that. Maybe it says here where they are. Gillis, they went up to the cabin in Big Beaver Lake. What? Yeah, look. Don't leave any milk until further notice. I've gone up to Big Beaver Lake to join my husband. My family must have went with her. They're there and we're here. We'll just have to wait here till they get back. Gillis, there's something I don't understand. Here we are at home and I'm still homesick. Me too. I'm miserable. Gillis, this proves something. We ain't homesick for the home. We're homesick for what's in it. You mean our wives and kids? Yeah. You know what this means, Riley? We like being married. <laughs> what a revolting development this is. Hey, mister, are you Chester Riley? Yeah, that's me. Well, telegram, sign here. Gillis, this must be from well, them. Hurry, open it up, open it up. Poor things must be miserable all along without us up there. They must be suffering. What's the matter? What does it say? Arrived this morning, found you were gone, having a wonderful time. They like it up there. They're happy without us. We might as well face it, Gillis. This means only one thing. After 17 years of married life, the honeymoon is over. We'll bring back the Rileys in a moment. Now let's talk about that pretty wardrobe you've assembled for this summer's fun. To help keep it looking its loveliest, use Draft. Yes, Draft offers brighter, fresher, safer cleaning than any previous suds in history. Take those beautiful new dark shades of nylons. Draft will keep them color true as water alone, sheer looking as new. That new golfing sweater, too. Draft will wash it softer and fluffier than even expensive soap flakes. And because Draft leaves no soap deposit in fabrics, 
filmy lingerie reveals its true beauty washing after washing. So no wonder millions of women have made Dreft America's largest selling brand for silks, nylons, woolens, dishes. So for your nice washables, don't get left, get Dreft. <laughs> Junior Babsy, you're back. Take off your coat. Sit down. Stay a while. I mean, I'm so excited I don't know what I mean. Did you miss us? Did I miss you? Believe me, I learned something while you were gone. What, dear? I found out that there's nothing like having a wife and children. No father should be without them. Gamble, makers of Dreft, the searching miracle for silks, nylons, woolens, and dishes, invite you to be their guests next week to hear the life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. William Bendix is currently appearing in the Paramount picture Calcutta. The Life of Riley is produced by Irving Brecker and is directed by Don Bernard, music by Lou Kozlov. The script was written by Alan Lipscott, Reuben Schiff, and Jack Brecker. Mrs. Riley's Paula Winslow, Digger Odell is John Brown, Babs is Barbara Eiler, Junior is Tommy Cook, and Honey Bee is Elvia Allman. This is Ken Carpenter inviting you to listen again next week to The Life of Riley and reminding you, for faster, brighter, safer cleaning than any previous sods in history, use draft. Don't get left, get draft. They say she's the light in his eyes. His eyes caught her radiant, bright hair. And why is the radiance there? Prell, P-R-E-L-L. Procter & Gamble's Emerald Clear Radiant Cream Shampoo in the handy two. Absolutely new, amazing, and different. Prell leaves hair far more radiant than any soap or soap shampoo. Yes, Prell leaves hair radiantly clean, radiantly glamorous. So easy to manage, too. Prell removes embarrassing dandruff in as little as three minutes, a fact proved by a group of doctors. Even stubborn dandruff was controlled by two Prell shampoos a week. And it's no wonder the whole family likes that handy Prell tube. Likes Prell's economy. A little makes mountains of lather. Try the new radiant cream shampoo, Prell. P-R-E-L-L, Prell shampoo. Leaves hair radiant, gleaming bright. Not a bit of dandruff is inside. Comes in a tube, handy, too. P-R-E-L-L, Prell shampoo. Yes, try Prell. Listen again next week when that's the judging miracle for soap, smile-ons, woolen fishes brings you the life of Riley. Good night. This is NBC, the National Broadcasting Company. <laughs>